Hey, it's good to be with you. Again, we thank you for being with us and even hope you share this with people as a source of encouragement to them and just even a time to be in, in, in his word. And uh, we, as we always, we say, we pray that we're a blessing to you. We're in John 14, 6 today. <clears throat> we're in uh, one of the I am statements of Jesus. We got out of order a little bit uh, last Sunday uh, when he, we handled the one about I am the vine and the true vine. And uh, we, that was the last I am statement, but this is Palm Sunday. We wanted this one for Palm Sunday. And then we, <clears throat> we have the last one, which is I am the resurrection and life, obviously for Easter. <clears throat> so I wanted to let you know about that. If you're trying to keep them in order, we stepped out of order on purpose. And we're here at this I am statement. And let me read this to you. Jesus told them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Uh, let's pray together. And I pray that you pray for us, okay? Uh, Father, uh, I ask you to help me to be a plain a plain preacher, so plain that a child would understand me. I ask that you be and uh, leading me with the Holy Spirit, any word of knowledge you want to give me to speak to people watching, listening, or both, <clears throat> that if you prompt me with it, I want to be obedient to speak to it. And then, uh, Lord, we, you look at all of us, but you see me differently, and I'm a teacher and a preacher, and with that, I'm under a greater judgment, a more strict judgment, and I accept my place in rightly dividing his word. It's <clears throat> so in the name of Jesus that I pray, his name that I preach. Amen. Uh, during Lent, we're asking you to be in prayer and devotion. That's one thing. Fasting is second thing. And practicing generosity is the third thing. We're also asking you to read the Gospel of John, which is where we are with the I Am series. It's all the I Am statements are out of the Gospel of John. And uh, remember, if you finish, just plug right back in it and read it, even up till Easter. Today is Palm Sunday, the triumphal entry of our Lord as he comes into Jerusalem. It's uh, the entrance that is fit for a king, and he is our king, and we celebrate him today on this Palm Sunday. So this I Am statement is actually in order, the sixth one. And it, it comes out of a question of Thomas, and the question is, you know, you're leaving us, but where are you going? And how can, how can we know? How can we know how to get there? And Jesus' response is this. He uses the phrase, I am, which he's always been using, but uh, it, it is a phrase that points to him as a person. Now I wanna set this aside right now because I don't want you to read into something. Uh, yes, we have the written word of God. We have that. And he is that. He is the written word of God. Everything from Genesis to Revelation is really about Jesus. Uh, Old and New Testament is all about Jesus. So uh, he is the written word. Obviously, he's the living word. And here he's pointing to himself. So when he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, the way is a person, the truth is a person, and life is a person. I'm not negating his written word, okay? That is, that is a way, it shows us the way, the truth and the life as well. But it's also showing that it's, it's in person form in the person of Jesus. So uh, when, Jesus, when Jesus' response is, he doesn't say I'm not a way, 
or I'm not a truth, or I'm not a life, meaning that it is one way out of many, it is one truth out of many, it's one life out of many. He says, I am the, I am the way, the truth, and the life, pointing to just one way, one truth, one life. So let's deal with the way to begin with. When he makes a statement, I am the way, I want to remind you that uh, Jesus often taught in triads. Paul especially did. And here's another one, and it is the way, truth, and the life. It's three, so it's triads. And uh, the, uh, a lot of times when people were talking about um, the church or they were talking about following Jesus, it was referred to as the way. And I, I want to give you just one verse. There's many verses but I just want to show you one, and that's Acts 24, 14. It says, but I confess this to you. I worship my Father's God according to the way, and way is capitalized, which they called a sect, uh, believing all the things that are written in the law and the prophets. So following Jesus was known as the way. Um, give you a little history lesson here. The book of the Old Testament there are books of the Old Testament like Genesis and Exodus uh, in their, they were written in Hebrew, uh, but they were changed. There was a time where you, uh, it was changed into the Greek language. And now you have Old Testament books with Greek titles like Genesis is not a Hebrew title. Uh, the word for beginning um, is a better sheet. It's in the beginning God created, it's not Genesis. So you have an Old Testament book with a Greek title. Exodus is the same way, and that's what I want to use for you today. Exodus is a Greek title, but it's an Old Testament book. And it means road out of, like EX means out, like you're going to extract it, um, extra. We get into X, it's out. And uh, then Odos is road. So Exodus is the, the, the road out of, or the way out of. I just want you to see uh, there's lots of influence on the word and the phrase that Jesus uses, I am the way. Notice he did not say, I will show you a way. He says, I am the way. So the way is a person. It is the person of Jesus himself as in he is the only way. Uh, if I'm telling you, this is not a popular announcement today, uh, but I'm absolutely convinced that the only way to God, and especially in the person of the Father, the only way to the Father is through Jesus himself. A lot of argument out there. I'm convinced of this in my own life. I'm convinced of this out of my own study but also out of my own life and my relationship with him. And uh, so the way means road. Uh, he says, I am the way. It really means I am the road. And he is the road to the Father. We want to establish that. Uh, next, he makes the statement of I am the truth. Again, truth is a person. The way we just handled is a person, the person of Jesus. We handle truth. Truth is a person. He's not saying I have truth. And he's not saying, I know truth, or I can even lead you to truth. He is saying, I am truth. Now, I get really excited about this part. I love to teach this. 
I remember it on my own discovery, actually, not that I want to act like a scholar, but the Lord did show me this in my personal study. It became a eureka moment for me um, when I found this, and it's in John chapter 8, verses 32 and 36. In John chapter 8, verse 32, Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. There we are. Then in verse 36, he interjects the word son for the word truth. He changes it, uh, meaning truth is a person. Therefore, if the son sets you free, you really will be free. I just wanted you to see where he, he changed himself interjected himself in, in place of the word truth, both meaning exactly the same thing. It's not a truth among other truths, like there's, let's just say there's 10 truths to pick from, and Jesus just happens to be one of them. It is, but he is the truth, meaning again that there is only one. I love to teach this part too. The word truth is a aletheia or aletheia is the way it's pronounced. But the A at the beginning is referred to as the non or the anti. So after the word A, we can just put a forward slash in uh, like atheist. You take the word A, put a forward slash, it means no God. An atheist believes there is no God. So the A is the non or the anti. And it's the same thing here in the word aletheia. And it is a word that means not hidden that you can't cover it up. I, I remember even teaching this to my son, Andrew, who's a pastor, um, and just even the reflection on this word that truth can't be hidden. It's not going to be hidden. It's not going to be covered up. I believe personally, it's, it shows a picture of the resurrection, uh, that he being a truth is a person and a grave's not gonna cover it up. I mean, literally, I mean, literally, whether it's, it, it's, he didn't have dirt thrown on him, but he was in a cave with a, sealed with a rock uh, in, uh, uh, with, a, with a stone, uh, that truth can't be hidden. He is truth. He is the person of truth, and you can't hide him. The grave can't hide him. I actually believe that's a point to that. I really do personally believe that. So this truth is a person and the person of Jesus, and it is about the revelation of the Father. He says, not I am a way, I am the way. Not I am a truth, among many truths, I am the truth, meaning I am the only one. And then he goes on to say, I am the life. I am the life. Again, not a life, but the life. It is the word zoe here. We're not talking about biological living here. We are talking about life that is above and beyond biological living. We're talking about abundant life and also eternal life. And remember, the Lord says we can have both. We don't have to choose between one or the other. As a believer, we're given abundant life and then eternal life. <clears throat> He's been saying this all along. In me, you're going to find life. And the, the life you long for or hope for is actually found in him. Jesus didn't say, I'm going to lead you to life, or I know the life. He says, I am the life. I am the way. I am the road. I am the truth. Uh, it can't be hidden. Truth is a person. I'm, I'm the truth, not some truth, the truth. 
and I am the life that even you hope for and you wish, I think you even crave, is a life that is with him. He also says uh, in this verse, no one comes to the Father except through me. Uh, again, John is teaching the father-son connection. He wants you to know this. He, he focuses on this often. And Jesus is the only road to the Father. This is what Jesus said about himself. Jesus told Thomas, Thomas is like, how do we know where you're going and how, how can we know? Where are you going and how can we know? Jesus told Thomas, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. I want to finish with a quote from Thomas Akempis, uh, who wrote a book about Jesus. And uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, if, you, if you read primary sources, basically, it is a fairly well-known uh, writing of his and a quote of his, and I want to share it with you. He said, without the way, there is no going. Without the truth, there is no knowing. And without the life, there is no living. Uh, folks, listen, I, I remember one of my sermons as a young preacher a long time ago, back in 1986, uh, when I started preaching, and I was uh, 26 years old. And I remember preaching a sermon called The Inescapable Christ. And uh, just even had this in my quiet time this this week. And um, we're all going to stand before him. Some of some of us are going to stand before him, and uh, as our personal savior, we're going to do that. And some some are going to stand before him, and have never known him, but they're still they're still going to declare him as Lord, Lord of all. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. I wish that was a, a verse that meant everybody believed, but it isn't. But it just means one day the world, whether it's the believing world or the unbelieving world, is going to recognize everything done, everything said about him will be true. There will one day be an acknowledgement on every person on the planet that he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. But he's been telling us this for a long time. I know it's not popular. I know some of us that are maybe listening wanna create your own God, you wanna create your own brand of Christianity. You even wanna say things that Jesus said that he never said. You wanna do those things. But I want you to know from Genesis to Revelation, Jesus is just not about the Gospels in the New Testament. From Genesis to Revelation, it's all centered on him. Everything was made through him. He was at creation. He didn't just show up as a babe in Bethlehem. He was there. He was the one that was the fourth in the fiery furnace. You just have to understand that. He was there as a guest in Abraham's house who ate. It just goes on and on and on. Uh, and it becomes important for us to realize this. We may look at the scriptures, ancient literature, great literature, but ancient literature, historic, uh, meaning, you know, Jesus did his thing back then. I want you to listen to me. One day, either as a believer or an unbeliever, you're going to kneel before him. It doesn't mean if you're an unbeliever, you're going to be one, but you're going to recognize him for who he is. 
I'm just trying to tell you, I want you to start that now. I want, he, he came in Jerusalem. It was the parade fit for a king. It was really a ceremonial event to recognize him as the king. And I, I'm asking you on this Palm Sunday to do the same thing. Surrender your life to him today. Realize who he is. When he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, there's no other way. There's no other truth. There's no, he knows exactly what he's talking about. And he's asking you to join him in this endeavor. I pray for your surrender to him today. Celebrate him as king today as we recognize him walking into Jerusalem, sacrificing his life. Celebrate him as king of kings and lord of lords today because he is, okay? Make that surrender. Thanks for being with us. Pray this challenge you today. He is the way, the truth, and the life. I pray that you say that as your own personal belief in him today. Uh, we love you. I love you. And you know what we say before we leave. Grace and peace. Make sure you live in both of them. God bless you.